Welcome to Taking Action. The podcast focused on optimizing performance through simple actions. Hosted by Louis, a high performance coach for athletes. And Christy, a mindset and confidence coach. Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode. Today, Christy and I are talking everything negative self-talk. What it is and why we should be aware of it. Why and where it shows up. The problem with it. And then finally, how to manage it. And we're going to take you through our key points lessons learned and kind of a toolbox for you to take away to utilize yourself so to kick it off then christy negative self-talk what is it oh it's that horrible voice in our heads isn't it that shows up at what feels like any given opportunity sometimes that's telling us you can't do that why would you want to do that you look like this you look like that you perform like crap you know that constant stream of in what feels like intrusions um and if you're not aware that it is an intrusion or it is just a thought it can feel very real it can feel very like that is the narrative no I can't do that yes I am fat no people don't like me and it's all of these um thoughts that kind of end up making you doubt yourself in any area of your life. Um, and it can be really, really damaging and it creates a lot of lack of confidence, a lot of anxiety. Um, and if left unchecked, you know, you can start to believe it. So negative self-talk for me um, feels like failure. It's, it's that voice in your head that tells you you're not, you're not going to complete whatever it is you're trying to do. Mm. It's that feeling of, like you said, like I'm not good enough. Like this is too hard. I need to stop now. So I guess like being aware of it, what, what, how does that help? Like what does that bring to us if we're aware of our negative self-talk? Well, something that's important to know is that thoughts aren't facts. You know, the narrative that goes on in our head is not always the reality of a situation we see and think things from our own perspectives our own experiences and we'll all have examples in our life where we've thought one thing about a situation and someone's thought the complete opposite or their experience was the complete opposite and that type of inner world narrative that happens and that negative self-talk that happens if we're not aware of it we can't challenge it and if we can't challenge it we then believe it And then it becomes so automatic that we are living out this life based on this negative self-talk, based on these negative intrusive thoughts. And we're not able to do the things that we want to do. We're not able to be who we are capable of being because we're not aware that we're putting limits on ourselves through our own lack of self-talk management. Yeah, I love that. When you said thoughts aren't facts, that that reminds me of one of my my kind of coaching principles of that your action dictate your feelings and don't let your feelings dictate your action because you're completely right there if if we believe all of our thoughts and we believe all of our kind of internal dialogue we probably wouldn't get a lot done and we'd really hold ourselves back and and everything would suffer like particularly our performance in whatever environment you're expected to perform mm. nice so why does it show up because 
we as humans have the ability to reflect, the ability to internalize things. We have the ability to know that we are alive. You know, we have consciousness and we evaluate things based on risk. That's our default mode. You know, everything for human nature is about survival and fear, which is based, uh, which is what negative self-talk is based on. Fear is our signal that something's potentially going to threaten our survival. And if you think about it, so let's give an example of wanting to go and let, this is my favorite example ever. When I first walked into the CrossFit gym, oh my life, like so much negative self-talk. Every must, everyone must look at me and think I'm stupid. I have no idea what I'm doing. You're not wearing the right gym kit. You know, all of these thoughts going on in my mind. But it was my brain telling me, this is new. This is uncomfortable. You should be afraid of this. Stay away because there's a threat here. But actually, that's my brain perceiving a threat that, you know, I can override and go, no, actually, this could be helpful. But it's what this is what the important bit is. It's what you choose to pay attention to. So the more you focus on the negative self-talk. So if I'd have gone down the self, the, the negative self-talk route and focused on that, I would not have gone back. But by being aware of that self-talk, being able to evaluate that actually that's not the reality of the situation. No one could care less what I was wearing. You are a complete beginner. Therefore, of course, you're not going to know what you're doing and you're not going to be as good as everybody else. The only way to get better is to continue to do it and expose yourself. But my brain's default fear mode was like, this, this is threatening. You need to keep yourself safe. So let's just stay away from it and do what you always do and stay comfortable. So it's all about survival, really blown up into this lack of awareness and i guess in that that particular example as well probably 70 percent of the room felt exactly the same as you everyone's worried about themselves and what everyone else is thinking of them when actually no one's really paying attention to to everyone else in the room so you've all got this horrible like negative self-talk going on when actually no one really cares and everyone no. everyone just wants to be there to improve themselves and it's and it that is you know so much truth though louis and like not just in a in a physical capacity in a gym but imposter syndrome which is something i work with a lot of clients with um in in work and in business being able to understand that you're not alone in that is such a powerful thing everybody experiences it on some level it's how you choose to engage with it is what then creates the behavior afterwards awesome so that leads us on to where it shows up. So you spoke about it showing up in the gym. You spoke about like imposter syndrome, I guess, being a, a branch of negative self-talk yeah. to a degree. Showing up in business. Like, Are there places in particular where it's more common or is it completely individual to the person? Whether it's a lens through coaching that I see more frequently, but definitely around body image, definitely around physical performance, definitely around academic performance, business performance, but even socially, you know, we are social creatures as humans. We need each other. Being socially supported is a massive factor in, in functioning. And there's this barrier um, that we experience where, if we don't feel comfortable in social situations, again, that triggers that survival threat mode where, pe where people then start experiencing 
they're leaving me out. They're not inviting me places. They didn't like what I was wearing. They're laughing at me. And we've all had these kind of thoughts. But again, it's whether you choose to engage with it. And there are different levels of kind of negative self-talk. You've got catastrophizing, which is like thinking the absolute worst about a situation. Like your brain goes from like zero to 60 in a split second. You, You don't have any kind of thought process about what any benefit could be it is just like the worst is going to happen you've got the polarizing which is like you only see the the good or the bad of a situation you know for example like if I'm competing and you know I don't do very well it's like well I qualified that could have been a really nice outcome but no it's like no I wasn't good enough I didn't do well enough I should have done this I should have done that I should have been winner of the heat or whatever but you neglect to see like but I've qualified because you're only thinking the good or the bad um filtering is another one you've got that kind of focus on just the negative aspects so you're unable to see any positives you know you're not able to understand that something good potentially could come out of a challenging situation and even when you are put in a difficult situation negative self-talk shows up you're not able to see any positives whatsoever and then personalizing is is the taking everything on yourself you know in social situations when you know you might not have been invited or classic i hear this a lot now well they didn't respond to me my text message or they didn't respond to me on social media and you start internalizing that and taking that really really personally and then you start thinking on a you know more of a global scale of well i wonder if everyone feels like that if everyone doesn't like me so you can see how it kind of shows up in in different ways in different areas but essentially negative self-talk is is there to almost wake you up What do you need to start paying attention to? Where do you need to start addressing stuff for you to build your confidence to help manage this, to allow you to overcome it and lead the life that you want to lead? Love that. So there was four points there. Can you just quickly, the four headline points? Yeah, catastrophizing, polarizing, filtering, and personalizing. Awesome. And I know personally there, when you were saying those going through all four, I could... I thought of a situation where I've been there and I felt that way. So I'm sure everyone can um, can relate to that at some point in their life. Go on, tell us what it was. <laughs> there's there's like there's no standout no 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 standout story that comes out. I just remember feeling that way. Oh. Um, which which is cool because when I think when you can associate that with 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 an experience that you've had yourself next time it comes up that helps create that awareness right absolutely and then like once we have that awareness it's then easier to to create change it's easier to to implement um a strategy to help you change awareness almost becoming that trigger um to to kick off whatever whatever tool in your toolbox you're going to use um so leading on that Mm -hmm. how how can we manage this negative self-talk? Like for you personally, what what tools do you have? What what strategies do you use? Journaling is a massive one for me, and I know you're not a particular fan of it. <laughs> but yeah, so just quickly, quickly on that, it's like so for me, for me journaling, um, it's real trendy at the moment, and I know uh, everyone everyone talks about it, and everyone talks about the benefits of it. I, I tried it for a really long time. Um, 
I say really long time, nearly <laughs> five months, which I think is quite a long time. And I was and I was at least six days a week, um, but mostly seven days. So I was, I was consistent with it. And I felt no positive benefit that I didn't get from my normal morning reflection anyway, because every morning I like to have five, 10 minutes of alone time with a coffee um, where I kind of mentally journal. And for me, that so that that ticks the box. I, I and don't I, and, feel like I should write it down. Absolutely, and and that is fine. Like, there is no right or wrong journaling method. Like, it's all really, really unique to people. And I've had clients tell me, like, no, journaling is not for me. I'm not interested. But what journaling allows for me is to take situations and objectify them, remove the emotion from it that I'm gaining, uh, that I'm experiencing in that moment. For example, when everyone is beating me in a workout and I'm sat there telling myself how shit I am and how rubbish I am, how fat I am, how awful I am, being able to come away from that, reflect on it, journal on it and go, "Mm, none of that is true because thoughts aren't facts. So then when I go back into that environment, put myself back into that situation, I've learned and objectified it and gone, actually, you're, you're feeling this way, but that's not the truth. Crack on. Um, so journaling offers that. Having the right social support is important because actually if you feel brave enough to discuss your negative self-talk with people who are close to you, like we said earlier, you will recognise that everybody experiences it. And to be able to say things out loud is really powerful to hear that back. Like for your brain to hear what you're thinking sounds silly but it's two different parts of the brain you can then process it and go that's just not right is it that's just not the truth but left unchecked you start believing that is the truth so definitely journaling definitely having the right social support another really good way if you're not a journaler is to befriend your inner critic so when these negative self um talks are coming up and these thoughts are coming up if you were to befriend your inner critic give her a name give him a name or whatever and engage with it on a discussion point again that allows that objective uh different perspective offered for you to kind of go oh let's question this a bit let's process this differently rather than just bosh thought yeah that's true let's carry on rather than oh thought is that true what are you trying to tell me here what is it that I'm or you're telling me I need to be afraid of? Is that actually relevant or the truth? Is there an alternative? And it's that kind of discussion that you will have, you know, with your inner critic friend that you've named that you wouldn't have if you didn't go down that route. You would just allow that thought process to ream on and on and on. I like that one. Um, I do something similar without knowing until you said that, but around jealousy. Mm-hmm. Um so anytime I feel like I'm jealous of someone or what they've got or what they've done or whatever, I end up having this conversation with myself and it's like, hang on a minute, like, because jealousy is a, a pet peeve of mine. I hate it. But then like sometimes you can't escape it, right? Mm-hmm. It's an emotion and, I, and it's a valid emotion. Yeah. And I, I have that conversation and then I try to find what that person I'm jealous of is doing. And then usually it's a reflection. They're doing something that I want to do, but currently not doing. Yeah. Um, and that, that's been huge for me. And that's, that's a cool way to do a negative self-talk as well. I like that for me personally. Um, I like to use the daily dose of difficulty, which mm. is 
simply it's taking difficult. yourself out of your comfort zone every single day. Yeah. So it's doing something hard and committing to something difficult every day. And that has to be personal to you, whatever it may be. But it's something that the thought of doing it makes you feel a little bit apprehensive, like you're you're not actually too happy about doing that. And it could look different for everybody. It could be a cold shower. It could be getting up earlier. Whatever it is, it's different for everyone. But by doing that, you expand your comfort zone. And then when you do do something difficult and you have that negative self-talk come on, you know that in the past you've experienced something equally or if not harder and that you can just push through. That honestly like is such a, such a good tool and something that everyone should take home and try and make it personal because the mental resilience it brings, because the question is, am I going to die? Mm-hmm. Am I going to die if I do this? Am I going to die if I try and sit in a squat hole for five minutes, which was mine when you were coaching me? Oh, <laughs> am I going to die walking into a CrossFit gym? Like, no. And so the negative self-talk that's showing up saying, you know, this is really hard. You're not going to do it. You're not going to be able to do it. Yeah, but I'm fucking trying. You know, mm-hmm. it allows you that opportunity. And I love that word that you said. It's expanding because in my mind, visualizing it, it is an expansive exercise. It's pushing you into that growth zone it's creating an opportunity for you to learn more about yourself and then you can deal with it it creates awareness but also creates opportunity for you to upskill and implement action yeah and one one that we kind of um we pulled out of me prior to this call was my experience being in the military and my training and i guess that's one worth worth diving into although people won't be able to have the same training experience necessarily as i've had they may be able to introduce something into their own life with the similar kind of parameters so the story i told you was about when when i was in norway a few years ago and when you're in norway you're in the arctic it's minus 10 to minus 30 you're carrying what feels like a house on your back like 80 to 120 pounds the burden's way which is insane you're on skis you're in deep snow and you're expected to to march or to ski 16 plus hours in the day carrying a house <laughs> and the thing with it is like you can't quit because you're there for you, with your work you're there with your team and if you're a team leader or whatever if you're an integral part of that team which everybody is if you quit or you pull out of that all of a sudden the team's down and your kit needs to be carried and distributed amongst your mates so not only have you quit you've now burdened your friends which makes you feel like a twat so you're not going to do it and then not only that you're then going and there's no way for you to be rescued without calling in the helicopters or the vehicles or something which is just an inconvenience and and unnecessary because you decided to quit as opposed to you're injured or you're actually broken. So therefore you just keep going. And then eventually the hours tick by, you have all of these horrible, horrible internal conversations, but then you get to the, you get to your destination. 10 minutes later, you're under your tent, you're having, you're having a cup of tea or whatever. And you're talking to your mates and you're like, well, that was shit, but probably wasn't that bad. And then all of it, like it's gone and you forgot about it. So if there's a way that you can integrate that into your life somehow, 
um, whether it's through the daily dose of difficulty or whether it's through setting up um, some kind of, of challenge where you've got room to fail. I think that's another great way um, of dealing with a demon. And and that feeds back, doesn't it? You know, we've 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 looked at kind of growth versus fixed mindset, and you know the views on failure. And something to kind of conclude with, based on your experience, is make sure you celebrate the wins. Make sure you are focusing on the positives, and give your brain the opportunity to see what you've learned, what you've experienced, how you've grown through whatever opportunity or um, occasion that is challenging you and negative self-talk is showing up because I promise you no matter what the situation there is always 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 something that you can take away from it as a learning about yourself or how you view the world love that so to take away from this um from this podcast then the key points expect negative self-talk especially when you're doing something outside your comfort zone because it will appear respond to it but don't react mm-hmm Know that everyone experiences it and that you're not alone. Yeah. And then finally, utilize some of these tools and strategies that we spoke about. Have them at your disposal so that when you do go through this, you have a method to lean on to get you out the other side. Because like you said, am I going to die? If the answer is no, you're probably going to be all right. (laughs) Anything further from you, Christy? No, I think think that summarizes it nicely. I think the be kind to yourself aspect is so important. I know that's probably more compassionate on my side, whereas there's a taking action element from your side, Louis. But both both are the same, you know. Challenge yourself when it comes to this. Mega. Christy, thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you for listening. For more content, follow us on Instagram at LP Performance Coach and at Coaching with Christy.